Welcome back to Becoming the Best Self, where it is our mission to give you all the right tips and tricks to make sure you can absolutely become your best self and thrive in this life. I'm Jess, and here we go. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about self-care and some self-care ideas and tips that you can take along with you and pretty much do anytime, anywhere. So this does correspond to a blog post that I have up but it was a little while ago. I just think this is a very important topic and I wanna go ahead and give this podcast some self-care ideas because it is such a vital thing for us to pay attention to and prioritize. And I know that a lot of you are coming because you don't wanna sit there and read a blog. I completely get it, podcast is your thing and I'm so glad to have you here. So first of all, it's so common for us to think about self-care in terms of physical things, right? So, you know, oh, I'm going to take a self-care Sunday and I'm going to go take a bath and I'm going to do a face mask and like trim my nails and stuff like that. And all of that is important. Don't get me wrong. You do need to be taking care of your physical state because that is the body that you are gifted. And the only way that it can work to its best ability is is if it's being kept up very well. But self-care goes way deeper than that. And, you know, as part of becoming the best self, we're going more into self-growth and mental health. So we're going to look at self-care more internally and how we can take care of who we are, not just how we look. So first of all, what is self-care, right? I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's taking care of yourself, but but that can be so much harder than it sounds. It's It's so easy to sit here and say, you know, self-care this, self-care that, I have to prioritize myself than it is to actually set aside the time to make sure that you are okay. And that's what that's what today's about. Today is about six ideas that you can implement into your daily routine that will make sure you are prioritizing yourself. Because as we know, at the end of the day, you are the most vital character in your story. We need you here. We need you thriving. We need you benefiting our world. And to do all of that, you have to be your best. So Self-care idea number one, positive affirmations. I've talked about affirmations before, not necessarily on this podcast, but if you have been following Becoming the Best Self, affirmations is not a new idea to you. So I define positive affirmations as speaking highly, positively, and encouragingly to yourself about your life as though you are speaking these things into existence. So broken down, you're affirming the positivity that you want into your life. You're affirming the things that you want to get. You're affirming your success. You're affirming your relationships. You're affirming your healthy mental health. Stuff like that. You are talking about where you want to be and what you want to get. And this works for so many different reasons. Some people believe it's just a magic. You're speaking it into the world. The world's going to give it back. But let's look at it in more of a, I don't know, maybe more realistic way for some of my listeners. When you're constantly talking about what you want, where you want to be, what you want to get, and then how you're going to get it, how you're going to get there, how you're going to be who you want to be, you're constantly reminding yourself that not only those are your goals, but that you know how to do it. And when you're constantly speaking about it and talking about it, you're you're telling yourself that it's going to happen. You're telling yourself that this is what you're going to do. And, and when you actively tell yourself what you're going to do, you're going to actually start doing it because you're not going to have the excuses. Instead of saying, well, I want to be able to do this, you're going to say, I am going to do this. And once you get in the mindset of I am, you start doing. 
Now, I'm not saying if you say I'm going to find $1,000 tomorrow that you are just going to find $1,000. But if you do get in the mindset of, okay, you know, I want to be better with my money. I want to financially succeed. You're going to start paying more attention to your money. You're going to start paying more attention to where it's going, to where it's coming from. And you're going to start chasing the ways that it's coming. And you're going to start being more aware of when you're putting it out and when you're losing it. So no, it's not just going to appear in front of you, but you're going to be more mindful of how it's happening and you're going to be more go-getter about doing it. So broadly, some examples of positive affirmations that you can go ahead and say right now is I am worthy, I am loved, I am loving, I will help someone today, I am creative, I will put out quality content, I will map out my road to success. I will begin my first step today. I will be successful. Positive affirmations really aren't that hard. It's not a hard concept. It's just a matter of changing your mindset from what you want to the fact that you're going to have it and that you know how to get it. So that's, that's, our, that's our idea number one. Start implementing positive affirmations. You can do this when you get up and get out of bed. Go ahead and say your first positive affirmations as soon as you wake up. I'm going to have a good day. I'm going to be positive today. Before you go to bed, I'm going to get good rest. I'm going to succeed tomorrow. I'm going to work on my goals again tomorrow. It's the little things. It's, it's almost self-motivation. And if you're struggling with keeping your affirmations, we actually have a chart on becomingthebestself.com. We have an outline you can download for 21 days of daily affirmations. There are some listed and then there are some that you can fill in. And this is just because 21 days of something habitual is what creates that habit. Once you do your 21 days of affirmations, it's going to start being normal. You're going to start realizing you're just going for it. You're speaking what you want into life. You're speaking how you're going to get it into life. And you're going to start seeing the benefits because you're going to be working for everything you want. So moving into self-care idea number two, spend some time alone. Now hear me out. I think socializing is a wonderful thing. I don't think it is bad to be around people. But no matter how extroverted you are, your energy can start being wasted. When you are surrounded by people who are draining you and you don't have an energy coming back in that's positive and refilling you and recharging you, you're not going to be your best because you are constantly giving away your best with nothing in return. So even though you might like going out to dinner with your friends, every now and then take a night to just go out by yourself or fix you a meal by yourself and just sit down and just kind of think about yourself. Think about your goals. Think about, you know, what you what you want to change in your life. Think about how you can change it. Focus on you. Even if it's just an hour out of the week, 30 minutes out of the week, 10 minutes out of the week, spend some time making sure you know yourself and you know what track you're on. You know where you want to be. You know how to get there. Because another part of self-care is knowing yourself. And Honestly, guys, a big part of building meaningful relationships, whether it's platonic, intimate, whatever, is knowing what you bring to the table and what you want from the table. And you can't do that if you don't know yourself. And you honestly can't know yourself if you don't spend that quality time by yourself. So I know quiet time can be a little scary for people, especially people who 
maybe don't have the best mental health right now or don't exactly know where they're at in life or where they want to be. So some tips on what you can do during this quiet time. Read a new book. I know some people, the thought of reading is just horrible. So listen to a podcast. I know some people, the listening to a podcast, it sucks. Probably not for you since you are here on this platform, but check out some videos. Learn something new. You know, there, I'm sure there's so many things that you sit here during the day and just casually think, oh, that's interesting. Go learn about it. Being smart is cool. I don't know why this whole like dumb kid thing is the like niche for so many people, but like be smart. It, it, that is what gets you somewhere in life. So read, find some things you're interested in and just go for it. And then you can learn. And I mentioned that with the reading, learning new things, but you can also learn new, new skills. So, you know, if, if, if just being alone with your thoughts kind of scares you, find something you want to do and just start doing it by yourself. If maybe, maybe you want to get into building tables, you know, find a good blueprint of what you want to build, go get the material, turn on some good music and just chill by yourself and build it. That's quality time with yourself and it's important. You can also meditate. Meditate is a little bit more when you want to be one with yourself, but there are plenty of apps that you can find. You can also go on YouTube and find some good meditation. There are podcasts for meditations. And then during this meditation or on its own, start a journal. Start writing down how you feel. And if you're a guy listening to this, first of all, hey, what's up, my dude? Secondly, journaling is cool. It's not keeping a diary. I don't say I have a diary. It sounds super lame. I know. Unless you have a diary and then props to you. You're way cooler than I am. But keep a journal. Write about your thoughts. Write about your feelings. Not only will it be cool to look at when you are 10 years ahead and you can look back on all the growth that you've made, but it helps you really put things into perspective right now, especially when your mind may be all over the place. Seeing it on paper, it makes it a little bit more attainable and it, it helps you be able to see that your goals can be reached, they can be met, but it also helps you if you think you're going crazy, and listen, I do this all the time, when you think you're going crazy and you take all of your thoughts and just write them out on a paper, it's a relief because it shows you like, okay, yes, I am feeling this. Yes, I feel like I'm going crazy, but I'm looking at this stuff right now as tangible objects on a paper. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. So I highly encourage you to start journaling. And I even have, I have an italic question on my blog that says, okay, Jess, but I don't like spending time in my head. And boy, dude, I get it. Like I do understand it, but that's why we're doing this, right? That's why we are trying to start spending that quality time. That's why we are working on learning how to be by ourselves and learning how to work by ourselves. Because at the end of the day, you have to want to be with yourself. You have to enjoy who you are for other people too. You know what I mean? Like you, you have to know what you offer to fully offer it. So learn yourself, spend that time, get to know yourself. Going into one of my personal favorites, self-care idea number three, boogie fever. So music, there's a little bit of science behind this. You know how I am. I like doing my little research for y'all. But did you know we release 9% more dopamine when we are listening to music that we actually like? So this doesn't mean what's coming out mainstream media. This means that song that you heard 
four years ago and it's just always in your head and you're like, dude, that's my jam. You release 9% more of your personal natural happy drug when you were jamming out to that song. So turn it on, listen to it, dance, sing out loud. Music, which is such a big deal in our culture, music literally affects our brain chemistry. It can literally affect your emotion. This is why you might hear a song and break down into tears, or you might hear a song and your mood is turned upside down automatically. Music literally is therapy. They, they literally have music therapy for this very reason. So start jamming. Maybe you like to play an instrument. Some of you may know that over COVID quarantine, I decided to start playing the ukulele and I royally suck at it. You can find it on TikTok. Every now and then I'll post on Instagram, but... It's fun to me. It's just fun to learn new songs. I enjoy being one with music. I enjoy just messing around with new things, learning new things, hearing new tunes. And maybe you have no interest in learning an instrument, and that's okay. But turn on some music. This goes perfectly with your quiet time. It's going to make you happier, for one, if you're playing the right stuff that you actually enjoy. But two, it's just going to make you live more in the moment. And if you're not hugely into music, first of all, shoot me a message because I can put you onto some killer playlists. But if you're not into music, dude, Spotify, Apple, there's so many playlists that you can find. YouTube, the options are endless. We live in 2020, guys. Like you, you can find everything that you want to find. I have a playlist up on my site. Um, it's just of about 10 of my favorite songs currently. But if you don't know where to start, head over there and check it out and just download some of the songs and see where they take you. We're almost done, halfway there. Moving into self-care idea number four, make some healthy snacks. So I'm not saying you need to go on a 12-week prep. That's actually not what I'm saying at all. When I was a personal trainer, my least favorite thing was writing diet plans for people because it's hard to change your lifestyle into a more healthy lifestyle when you are changing up so much at one time. So I'm not saying to start fixing chicken and rice for four meals a day and eat that for six weeks. But what I am saying is trade out your bag of chips for some strawberries. Maybe if you want the crunch, trade it out for some cucumbers. Um, if you want something sweet, I know a lot of people have that sweet tooth. I think I'm kind of blessed to not have it. Don't get me wrong, some cookies hit real good at times, but there are other sweet alternatives than ice cream. Mr. J is going to kill me for saying that because he eats like a pint a night. And if you've seen him, trust me, I don't know how he looks the way he looks and eats the way he does, but I hate it more than you do. Believe me. But if you want something sweet, try out some fruits. Make a smoothie. You can have a very sweet smoothie that's really healthy. And here's, I know that some people are going to come at me with the whole but. Sugar is sugar is sugar is sugar and it's bad. Okay, listen. Natural sugar in fruits is not bad for you. If you are eating three cups of strawberries for your six meals a day, yeah, it's not going to be good for you. But if you're changing out your snack time for a cup of fruit rather than a cup of chips, I promise you the sugar in the fruit is going to be way healthier for you. My last little healthy tip for changing out snacks is to maybe add in a protein shake. I'm not um, advocating to go on a shake diet. I will never tell you to do that. But if you're maybe not getting in enough protein or you know you find yourself a little more hungry but you don't really know how to add in something healthy, 
get you a good protein and guys listen vitamin shops like not even just the vitamin shop but vitamin and nutrition and supplement shops if you go in there they'll help you find something that you might like they'll probably give you samples if you find some websites online um, they'll probably send you out some samples one of my favorite is alani new it's by katie hearn and hayden schneider their flavor is amazing and they are an absolutely beautiful company to support and a beautiful family um, so i highly recommend them i'm not affiliated in any way it would be a dream come true if i ever was because katie is like a goddess of like no other but i'm not so don't think i'm trying to upsell you on something i'm just saying if you're looking for a good protein you might want to check them out if you don't want to check them out once again completely fine but if you are interested in just adding another supplemental meal that is going to help you reach your health goals or maybe just help you feel a little bit more full try adding in a protein shake it's it's not going to hurt you unless it's an unhealthy shake or you are just starving yourself and only drinking shakes all day once again, 10 out of 10, don't recommend. I want that to be very clear. And let me just add this disclaimer really quick. This is my downfall. I am not um, a really good clean eater. I honestly, I think it's because I don't like fixing the food. So like, I would rather just not fix chicken and rice and eat whatever I have that's easy. That's because I'm lazy. We're working on that. We're working on that. But so I'm not, I'm not pushing you to like start this super clean eating. I'm just saying, I do know for a fact when I am eating better, I'm eating cleaner, I'm eating healthier, I feel better. I know that I look better and I feel better. And when you feel good and you look good, let me tell you, ain't nothing stopping you from running the world. So you might want to just go ahead and just take my advice on that. Don't do as I do, do as I say, yada, 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 yada. Self-care idea number five. This is something that I'm really good at sometimes and absolutely horrible at other times. Drink your water. Stay hydrated, my dude. That's really all it comes down to. Even on the published blog post, I don't have much on this because it just comes down to drinking your water. I'm not saying that you have to have a gallon a day. I think um, I should have done my research on this. I'm so sorry. I will update this on Instagram and like make sure that I post this out. So like make sure you follow Instagram and Facebook so that you can see these little updates when I do um, fact check myself. But I want to say if I remember correctly, you were supposed to drink maybe an ounce of water for your weight. That sounds like a ton. But I, I don't know. I could be completely wrong about that. Um, personally, I like getting in a gallon a day. It seems crazy, but once you regularly do it, your body wants to stay hydrated and you, you find yourself like wanting to drink the water more often. It's really not as hard as it sounds. If you don't like water, I know that's a thing. I used to hate water. If you do not like water, water flavoring, you can find zero calorie, zero sugar, water flavoring. It's a life saver. Let's add that in there. Um, but if you're, if you're not about the artificial flavoring, grab some fruit, throw it in your water, let it sit in the fridge, and then you have naturally flavored water. Cucumber, if you do like cucumber, cucumber water, especially in the summer, hits so hard. It's so refreshing. Highly recommend it. Um, some other flavors are like lemon water, lemon and lime water, lemon and cucumber water, strawberry water, watermelon water. <laughs> Dude, the options are endless. We be trying this all the time. So 
definitely drink your water. It's going to boost your metabolism. It's going to help your skin and your hair. It's going to help you also stay full. So if you find yourself casually munching, drink some water. And when it fills up your stomach, you're going to realize, okay, I probably wasn't even that hungry. I'm just bored. So really just like stay hydrated. If you're just starting on the water, just aim for eight glasses of water a day. That's all I'm asking. There's also a water tracker on Becoming the Best Self. If this is a problem area for you, I highly recommend downloading that. Go ahead and grabbing it and just keeping track of your water. Once again, after 21 days, guess what? It's going to become a habit. Pretty cool how that works. Lastly, self-care, self-care, self-care idea number six, get your blood flowing. So here's the real science between the happy drugs and our body. So I mentioned earlier dopamine. Dopamine is a neurotransmitter, okay? Now, broken down, please don't leave me here. I know science is not for some people, but this is some really cool information. I put a lot of time into making sure that I explained it very well. Just stick with me, and then you can go school your friends on what you know. So neurotransmitter, right? Neuro is the brain. Transmitters are senders. So breaking down neurotransmitters, it's brain senders, all right? So these neurotransmitters are they're electrical chemicals that send messages between our brain cells, basically filling each other in with information to help you function. Um, this is what creates your happiness, your productivity, your motivation, your feelings. And so there are major and minor chemical signals in your brain, and we're going to focus on the major ones. So there's acetylcholine, dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin, and norepinephrine. I'm not going to go into each of these because I know those are really big words and you probably really don't care about them. If you do, shoot me a message on Instagram or Facebook or my blog or something and sh let me know that you want to know more about this and I will gladly drop a podcast on neurotransmitters themselves and peptide addiction and what all of these are. But so dopamine is what influences the way that we act and think and feel. Oxytocin is what is considered our relationship glue. It's what builds the trust and intimacy. And I, and I also talk about it on my body image post, and I, I mentioned it in the podcast previous to this one on body image. But the one that we're going to focus on today is an extra one. So it's endorphins. And you, you might have heard this word before, especially if you are in the fitness industry or you are a client in the fitness industry or anything of that sort. But endorphins work to relieve you from pain and stress. It is compared to morphine and the effects that it can have. So it's literally your body's natural morphine. And to me, that's just mind blowing that like scientists have actually compared a happy chemical that we make in ourselves to a man-made drug as powerful as morphine. But this is the reason um, people enjoy and become addicted to working out. When you are lifting weights and running or doing anything that's going to enhance your body's stress levels, you're going to begin releasing endorphins. And they're basically screaming, hey, no, we're, we're not in pain. This is not killing us. We're happy. We're doing good. We, we are going to enjoy this. Um, this is where people get the phrase runner's high. And listen, I'm not, <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a runner's high, but I know people get it and I have had a workout high. So I definitely know this is a real thing. So I, I explain all this because I want you to know kind of why these ideas work and what does endorphins and neurotransmitters have to do with getting your blood flowing? What has to do with, it has to do with just moving your body. And here's the thing, you don't have to actually 
go lift heavy weights to do these. You can walk around your neighborhood for 15 minutes. Um, you can stand up while you are folding clothes. You can walk around your house and vacuum. It's just getting your body moving, getting your blood flowing, releasing a little bit of endorphins to say, hey, listen, our body likes this. Our body's doing good. We're working. We're trying. And I do have a post on becoming the best self that, that gives some simple workouts, but you can easily find some on Instagram or Pinterest. I know even on my Instagram, I have some workouts posted and I, I kind of casually post them on my Instagram story, but there's so many different people that you can go to to get free workouts. This isn't something that you have to go find a workout plan for. You can go to YouTube and type in easy hit workouts, easy circuit workouts, easy training, and you can go on Pinterest and do the same and even follow some Facebook groups. Just find some accountability to keep you moving and then see where it takes you. I promise. Like I I won't promise you much out of anything that I ever post, but I do promise if you do get your body active, even if it's minimal, especially in the beginning, you will feel better. It might suck at first and it, you might be sore. It might hurt and it might be hard. But if you just give it, I mean, even if you just give it two weeks, I promise you will feel the impact and you will feel so much better. So what now? I want you to take all six of the tips that we just mentioned and really focus on prioritizing yourself. I need you to want to take care of yourself. If you just listen to this and don't implement anything, it's not gonna do you any good, guys. It's not gonna help you if you aren't willing to put in the work. And it is work. It is work to make sure that your mental health is good, that you are making sure that you are personally developing, that you are prioritizing self-growth. You are gonna have to work for this, but take the time to learn your body so that you know how to control your body. Before we close, I'm gonna run back through all of these ideas just to give you them one last time. So idea number one is positive affirmations. Idea number two is making sure you are spending that time alone with yourself, that quality time. Idea number three is boogie fever, dancing it out, singing it out, playing instruments, listening to music, whatever that means to you, get involved with the boogie. Self-care idea number four, make some healthy snacks. Self-care idea number five, drink your water. And number six, get that blood flowing. Remember those neurotransmitters, remember those endorphins and start moving. If you're looking for some accountability and some self-care trackers, I actually have some free downloads over at becomingthebestself.com on our six easy self-care ideas post. It has a day tracker for 30 days of self-care, 21 days of water, 21 days of affirmations, um, self-care playlist, and a few other things. And there are some more details about the tips that I mentioned today. I urge you to go check it out, primarily if self-care is something that you are trying to enhance or if it's something that you are struggling to put first in your life. Definitely start implementing some of these ideas and definitely go check out this blog post. There will be a YouTube video coming soon that will talk more about these ideas, so stay tuned for that. Upcoming, there should be another podcast getting released this week. So make sure you are looking for that. Don't forget to leave me five stars if you enjoyed this. I would appreciate that, but you don't have to. I'm not making you. I'm not begging you. I'm just saying. Um, 
And if you feel inclined, leave me a sweet review. That would be great. You can find us on, obviously, our website, www.becomingthebestself.com, or Instagram, at Barbie with the blog. TikTok is the same. Or our new Facebook page, Becoming the Best Self. With it being new, there is not a lot up on it, but we are working on getting the page all sorted, getting some content out, and building our group. So we haven't really promoted it yet. This is actually the first promo I'm doing for it. It'd be great if you go check it out. But that is all I have for the day. I value you. I am so glad you have listened to this podcast. I appreciate you so much. I'm so glad you are here on this earth. I am so glad you are present with me. I hope you are thriving and having a beautiful life. And if you're not, I'm so glad you're working for that. I commend you. I know this can be a hard journey, but I'm so glad to be on it with you. I love you. I treasure you. You are an absolute masterpiece. Until next time. Peace out, Girl Scouts.